Hello, everybody. This is Captain Katz. And the Knight Rider. And here with us, of course, is Omega Kai. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, welcome back to the show. Uh, sorry for the long delay and everything like that. I'm just going to straight up be honest. We were sick. Uh, I had the flu. Uh, Night Rider had the flu. Omega Kai was... Chilling. Yeah. Just so, <laughs> so, yeah. So Until now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, 100% sorry about that. Sorry for the delay. Sorry for everything like that. But uh, we'll try our best to play catch up for the rest of the year. So, without further ado, let's start the show. So, today we're going to be talking about... Um, couple of subjects um but first and foremost breaking we have news. to uh, breaking news that um as of recording we've just uh heard that uh kobe bryant passed away at the age of 41 um it's i the city of la the lakers organization southern california the nba um his family his, his family and yeah his daughter also which is was in the crash yeah so all devastated about this news so our condolences to uh brian's family yes. and to the lakers organization and to the nba and um hopefully uh they can honor him in most just and positive way possible throughout this week i know that for a fact so about uh, a lifetime i think yeah yeah, they, I think what they're going to do, hopefully, I think what the NBA should do, they should, they should do what uh, MLB did with Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. Like, every team just retire his number oh, wow. out of yeah. respect. Yeah, that, I think that's appropriate. Yeah. But it's up to them. I really can't I mean, Yeah, yeah. Can't no, judge no. otherwise. No, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right, so um, moving right along. Uh, this past weekend, um, as of today, it's already Monday in Japan, but uh, Evo, Japan, uh, 2020 took place over the weekend um what did you think of it there's only one main match i really got into mm-hmm. which was the tekken 7 one yes so yeah. so did i the other ones uh, not so much it's you know typical same old evil classical whoever gets yeah, it the like, top. yeah street fighter was street fighter you know i wasn't able to catch up to uh, evil japan but did they have like some of what well, you know the usual suspects as part of the tournaments i call it the, the japanese games <laughs> yeah, this really is. It's Japanese fighting games. Yeah, comparing to Evo USA, um, very different uh, mm-hmm. slate, very different tastes in fighting games. Uh, one of the biggest news that came out of um, Evo Japan was over a thousand Smash Brother players did not show up that were invited or qualified for Evo Japan 2020, and a thousand did not show up. Was it speculated boycotting? People don't know. Mm-hmm. I, uh, a lot are saying that either some of them didn't know where the location was. I call BS on that because it was at the same location where it was last year. Yes. Okay. Um, so the other speculation was they just didn't want to show up. Or, you know, to be honest, with all these like national news or international news, but all these you know, viruses lately, I don't mm-hmm. think travel is going to be you know, hectic. Yeah. It's going to be one of those things where Japan's going to be a major hub for traveling. Yeah. So they might have not gone there, you know, got a chance to get a flight to Japan because mm-hmm. people are, you know, sur- you know na- circumnavigating right. through China, you know, mm-hmm. past that area and go to Japan to U.S. Yeah. So that, that, that might be the reason. So Yeah. With, so, you know, with the, the coronavirus, all that. So. Mm-hmm. But, that also, also, but it also brings up um, a, a good question since um, people were complaining last year that there wasn't enough coverage for um, Smash and um, for, last year's, uh, for last year's Evil Japan and then... There was a huge there was a huge presence for Smash in the U.S. Evo. Mm-hmm. Seeing this, uh, what happened with the thousand players not showing up? Should have they replace? Should like for maybe let's, let's 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 say it, let me say it like this: next year, 
Should they bring back Smash or replace it with another game? No, no, no. No, it's too popular. That's the main reason, and I hate to say it, I'm, I'm against Smash being a fighting game in general, so on the record. All right. But it ain't my opinion. It's whoever wants to play. I mean, if it's a tournament and somebody's holding it, you're not going to stop somebody to enter. Right. It'd be, it'd be weird. It'd be like, uh, to me, if Call of Duty, per se, was in Evil, which would be fine. I don't think it's a fighting game, but right. it's still, if there's a fan base for it, yeah. Uh-huh. If there's a fighting element, minuscule. Right. But, you know, Smash Bros. has a lot of fighting elements in it, and, you know, strategic you know, value and all mm-hmm. that. But to me, it's, not, it's more of a battle game, kind of like a party battle game. Right. You know, old classic, like Power Stones. Yeah, of course. Well, Smash Bros. is one that actually can be, start, you know, be got it, I think, yeah. pretty much. And then, yeah, well, if there's a base, there's a base. Mm-hmm. It's, it's about, uh, you know, you know who's willing to watch it and who's willing to enter. Because yeah. I've, uh, I've read up uh, yesterday that um, the viewership, out of all the viewerships of, of, the, of the Grand Finals, mm-hmm. Smash was the lowest. Makes sense because a thousand of the best players aren't there. I'm not saying these guys who were there aren't you know good enough. I'm just saying mm-hmm. a thousand. Wasn't there any reports Japan in Japan or otherwise outside that would say that like you know they're doing something in there and maybe the people were not happy with it? No, to be like honest, inside I, politics. No, I, I doubt. It's one of those things where it just I think nobody wanted to travel. Yeah, it's it wasn't worth the the means. Or I mean, it doesn't. It's not worth it mm. to go there and then. Like pretty much travel all the way to Japan and come back to the U.S. Were there at least any locals or national? Probably. That's I bet those are the people who are there. Yeah. It's you about mango. It's really not a torn. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Mm. I'm not. I'm. I'm not a fan. See, that's how popular it is. Yeah. I I know some of the like famous players and infamous uh, lagging battle where they all just charging up over and over and just stall the game for at least a couple minutes. Yeah, Yeah, and then. The judges kind of come in and say, you have to fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but it's just like the, what? What? First of North Star episode with Ray versus Ken, and they're like, why aren't they doing anything? No, Whoa. they're in a deadlock battle. And first to blink. Yeah, literally, the first to blink. And the was judges lose. came with the other, blink, <laughs> time's running out. Yeah, especially that one year where the infamous uh, fin- uh, grand tournament, the, the grand, grand finals was... Uh, all bayonetta players, mm-hmm. and they all were doing the same tactic. Yeah. Or so. making the, you know. Yeah. Meta night, I mean. Mm. Still, okay. Yeah, yeah, but it's if it's not there, it's not there. It just happens. Yeah. It's just a low year for them. I don't mm. think much of it. Yeah. Um, before we go on to uh, another thing that happened in uh, an Evo, it, let, let's say, okay, let's say hypothetically, let's say hypothetically they decide to not bring back Smash. And, and they replace Smash it. topic forever. <laughs> Well, no. Well, like if they like, let's just say they just take out Smash and be like, okay, let's pre- let's replace it with another game. What would you want to see take its place? First of all, I'd be happy if they replace it. Yeah. Because you know, I don't think Smash is a fighting game. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great game. I think it's game of the year. To be honest, it should be one of those categories. Yeah. But replace it. I, my honest opinion is an American game, a Skullgirl, more combat, something to introduce the American side. Yeah. Or at least Kill Instinct, which is technically a British game. Hmm. In lieu of America, you know, but or yeah. something else. I mean, something where um, Japanese audience get to see our side, mm-hmm. because every year in Evo, we 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 tend to actually cater more to the Japanese side, like with the anime fighting games like Blaz Blue, Guilty Gear, which was a good game. Yes, and, great tournament yeah, that was. Samurai Showdown was good. I yes. love the old classic returning. Mm-hmm. Has nothing wrong with that, but they always exclude the American style. I know it's ultra violent, but yeah. they could choose not to do fatalities. Right. 
brutality, you can't. Sometimes you can't because you know it's end of the game. It, it, so. it happens, yeah. Yeah, so they always do censor. They always turn it like blue or green in advance. You know, yeah, yeah, monochrome. Yeah. Or they could just pre-tape it and you know, air. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, me, show I, people's reactions. Oh, uh, oh, when they do the fatalities, and then fatality and yeah. screen. That's it. Or at least Skullgirls. It's, it's yeah, because anime. Yeah, because Skullgirls is it surprisingly has a huge audience in uh, Japan. They even built arcade cabinets for it, and they people are still playing it in arcades to this day. Or a newcomer completely. Yeah. Like the fighting um, robot games coming out. I forgot the name of it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know what you it's, mean. It's, yeah, it's by the GGPO yes. guys. Yeah, mm -hmm. pretty good. Or a fighting herd for for I care to be honest. Yeah, to be honest, that's, it's indie. a really great game. That is a really great game. Um, personally, me, I would, uh, you know, seeing Mortal Kombat over there, seeing Skullgirls in, in, over there in Evil Japan would be great. I think that would be awesome. Um, hell, even Killer Instinct would be perfectly fine as well with me. Uh, me, uh, I would like to see, like, an old school game come back. Um, good example. Like, the one game I would totally, like... Street Fighter 1. No, uh, Virtual Fighter. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because there's still because Virtual yeah. Fighter still no because Virtual Fighter is still being Virtual played Fire to this day. Five final showdown, the last iteration. Yes. Okay, that's because there's still people playing specific. it. Like, um, funny fact, uh, in Japan, they still have the servers on for PS3 players mm -hmm. just to play Virtual Fighter online against opponents. They still have a server going for that game. I still play it on my Xbox. Yeah, love that game. It's great. It's, it's the ultimate rock paper scissors game. Mm-hmm. Can't they make a Virtual Fighter 6? No, to be honest, uh, Virtual Fighter 6, a while's open the door, is the later iterations of 6 that makes it, like, a 5. By the time you got the final showdown, it was magnificent. Yeah. 6 just opened the door, yeah. It's the same thing with 5. 5 came on the PS3, and then, you know, 6 years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Best fighting game of all time. Yeah. Same thing here. Pretty much, yeah. They don't Capcom you, they don't milk you. They, they actually put iterations out. Mm-hmm. And it price enough where it's like only like twenty bucks. My body is an indestructible yeah. weapon. That's right. <laughs> okay, now let's move on to one of the biggest tournaments. Um, that I think the biggest tournament. I think well, well, the biggest tournament within the within the Evo was the uh, Tekken Grand Final. Yes, yeah, the Tekken Seven one. The Tekken, yeah. Um, it was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was great. Um, uh, this year's winner. Um, I think it was his first time winning the Evil Japan tournament. It's his first tournament, I think, to be honest. Ah, a newcomer. Yeah, newcomer. First major tournament, I think. Yeah. I mean, and when I say major, I meant like in the Evos. Yeah. Uh -huh. I mean, mostly American stuff, or you know, Toronto Cup, something mm -hmm. like that, yeah. something international. Yeah. Hmm. What? No. no, I was going to say, yeah. Um, yeah, which also brought uh, something interesting. It was uh, in the grand finals, uh, six out of the eight players were playing as Leroy. Yes. Okay. Um, and the grand final was uh, Leroy against uh, Julia. Mm -hmm. And um, the newcomer yeah. won as Leroy. Um, a lot of people were complaining about it afterwards online, saying that Leroy was too overpowering mm -hmm. and that might affect um, certain tournaments was down he, the road. Was he broken or uh, nerfed before the tournament? No, they don't nerf it till um, afterwards, yeah. after the next release and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. well, that's what Tekken does. They want people to. We remember Geese and Akuma. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Same thing here. Mm -hmm. But okay, uh, what you were saying? Okay, so uh, no, I was saying, uh, do you think people had the or do you think he's too OP right now? Should no, they nerf no, him? No. Okay, why not? Well, 
we want you, you want to say why first. I, I tell you why not after. It's, it makes more sense. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, because if you if I say why not, it, the why takes it goes away. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Why do you think you should then? Why? Yeah. Well, besides OP being that the six out of what six out of the ten. Six out of eight. Six out of final. eight in grand finals. That's just popularity. <laughs> yeah, because he's one. He's an original character. Mm -hmm. Two, an entire different play style. Yeah. Um, th you know, three... Um, He's brand new, so it's hard to adjust. Yeah. And, for, and four, if you guys are just wondering, the only two other characters that were in the Grand Finals was Julia and Tekken 6 Bob. No, no, one more. Oh, who? The final boss. Uh, what's her name? Uh, I'm bad with uh, names, especially Japanese. The final boss, the, the wife of... The, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, mm -hmm, yeah. Yeah, though, besides those three, yeah, yeah. But okay, the re okay the reason why it was overpowering because it's well you play to win, right? Right. So there's nothing wrong with them. Just pick if everybody pick the same character. Right, right. The goal is to win still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If everybody wants to be the Lakers in the '80s and the '90s, great. Right. Best final ever. Mm -hmm. Like ten fouls, <laughs> five seconds left in the clock. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be that game. It's gonna be like <gasps> six hour game. Yeah. The last five minutes. Magic versus Bird. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Magic steals from Magic, and then he fights Magic. Oh my God. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that's just the reason why you want to win. Your best character suits you. Mm -hmm. Leroy got the best advantage. He's yeah. new, hard to play with, and hard to uh, well, actually easy to play with, hard to adjust to. Yeah. Yeah. But here's uh, that's pretty much the only reason why. What they should learn from or ban them or whatever. Okay, all right. And I was the why not? Why not? One main reason: the top eight. They all adjusted to him. In fact, you see the evolution. Hence, evil. Mm -hmm. the, the the way the, the, the players are evolving as they play. They first Leroy was dominating, but then they start switching characters. They went back to the old school, the old the old stuff, and they dominated Leroy. Leroy got knocked out. Remember the top. Eventually, those those three players, those were the characters. Knock those Leroy characters out. There's only one Leroy that remains. Mm -hmm. But the cool part about him, since he's evil, he evolved too. Yep. He adjusted his gameplay and his style. Yeah, So it, it shows that it's nothing to do with the character. It shows the way you evolve. Mm -hmm. Because each player is different. And when one player evolves, they all want to adapt to your evolution and evolves with it. Mm -hmm. If you give him more time, I, I think that Julia will actually have a chance to get the next game. And then he evolves. Mm -hmm. It's really nothing about the character. It's about the player. Right, right. This is the best example of evolution. In you know working you know, working his best yeah. in video games, mm -hmm. you see this you know ad adaptation. You see adjustment. You see him trick. And the, the cool part is they all were nerve wracking. They were so, so oh, hesitant yeah. against each other. It's like you get moments where Jesus pauses and like him, you know that kind of yeah. stuff. Like, a, what a, are you like doing? I'm good, afraid of him. Yeah, yeah, a good example would be um, the loser bracket final where they had to reset. Um, Mikio. Yeah, we literally had to come back. Um, to um, Place, uh, yeah, go get with Bob to come yeah. back and win this, yeah, it was, it was just it was that crazy. It was that that yeah. crazy. Well, yeah, the winner by way is book, talent book from Thailand, mm -hmm. first time. Thailand's yeah. on the map now. Yeah, mm -hmm. so congratulations is, to him. Congratulations to all the winners. At, which uh, I think is justice, by the way. What the next character? Oh yeah, Falcon Brown. Mm-hmm. So you said? Yeah. 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 Thailand entered the market when they put. Ethnic Thai character. <laughs> mm -hmm. We finally got somebody in the game. Our skin's in the game. That's not Bruce Irving. Hey, Bruce was good. I had Bruce was okay. Bruce, Bruce. was great, yeah. but he's not. They, they picked the character and they gave him a style. Yeah. 
you know, because originally he was just a Street Fighter type style. Right. But, yeah. So, yeah. All right. So, moving right along from EVO, uh, the Academy Awards. Um, while we were all away, uh, the Academy Awards came out. So, we're just going to focus on some of the um, the awards, and then we're just going to take our picks on which ones of them. Because um, it was interesting. This was interesting this year that uh, some of the nominees were nominated while others were um, were not, were snubbed, in other words. So we're just going to get to it well, right now. Well, one big takeaway was that, um, mm-hmm. I forgot her name, but uh, she, she was protesting that uh, the directors were all men. And it made, uh, made the headlines. Boy, I, I, hate, I hate when that happens. Yeah. Uh, there's always a protest every year. Spike Lee, I'm looking at you all the time. Don't do. Oh, he's good this year. All right, yeah. all right. Do the right thing. Two's coming out. <laughs> right. He didn't get director, but he got what? Screenplay. 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 Yeah. Okay, so here we go. For best picture, we got Ford versus Ferrari, mm-hmm. The Irishman, mm-hmm. Jojo Rabbit, The Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Okay. So. I seen all the movies but one, mm. the JoJo one. I'm gonna say JoJo and Parasite are the underdogs in this one. Parasite was good. Parasite it, was real good. It's good, but it's foreign. What's wrong with that? Records for again. I'm setting up my questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how you set it up for you. Yeah, um, but also to JoJo Rabbit, even though it was a, sat- a satirical film about World War II and Hitler, mm-hmm. um, I saw it. It's entertaining. It's funny. Is it, it witty? It's very witty. Okay. Very witty. Uh, there was jokes that I know a lot of people would just like, it will go over their heads and they won't get it. Mm-hmm. Or uh, they're too busy being offended. Yes. Um, Give the times, people. Yeah. Oh, rabbits. Yeah. So out of all these movies, what would be your bet? Like, who would think we'll take best it Best picture, over? best actor. Best, best, yeah, best, best picture. Best picture. 1970. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know why? Mm. Personally, I have PTSD. That movie gave me PTSD. It was that. Jeez. It was that. The, uh, you know, if right, you have right. a, what's the word, the tunnel vision or your claustrophobia, mm-hmm. you get extreme headaches. I was watching it. I was like, my God, motion sickness. Mm-hmm. This is a good movie, but I feel like I'm, I'm experiencing it like I was in a Bradley. Right, right, right. Shaking mm-hmm. and constantly moving. And the actual, I was about to throw up. The actual term is shell shock, not PTSD. No, they no, invented no, it. No, the actual, the actual term is PTSD. Well, yeah. that came later. Yeah. Shell shock actually didn't really came from there, though. That came something else. I think was uh, I won't get into it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. What about you? What it's you it's pretty hard because I would agree with 1970. I mean, come on. It's one of the few movies I, I know there was like maybe four or five movies mm-hmm. that actually like from start to end, you're literally doing it in one full take. Except for that one scene where he was sleeping and it went black. And the director actually claimed it was still one shot. So I, I they were, then he woke up. Yeah. And it was, it was getting close to dawn. Man, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. So I guess that was the cut part. So they showed the next morning. Yeah. Because, you know, 12 hours had actually had to pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that's the only time there where it's, it's mm-hmm. yeah. But still, one shot, completely awesome movie. Mm-hmm. Good ending, too. Yeah. 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 So what would you think? Well, my lead contenders would be uh, Jojo Rabbit, The Irishman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joker, not just because of Scorsese. What well, Irishman? Because of Scorsese. Yeah. Uh, and um, 1970. Now I, I'm sorry for 
Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but, you know, I mean, I mean it kind of hurt with Bruce Lee. Yeah, but it might have been true, though. That's the thing. You like, it's in the, now it's in your head. Yeah. But that's the whole point of the movie. But, but where's the... Where, well, well, obviously, the witnesses. Yeah. <laughs> there were witnesses. Okay, but, um... Parasites? Um... That could be the like the the the, the sleeper, the, the sleeper that will actually take it. It could, it, it's potentially the one that could take it all. Questioning society and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. those movies usually take it. To be honest. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> let's just wait and see. For me personally, I think Parasite and Jojo Rabbit are like the true underdogs in this one. Mm-hmm. They're like, um, I personally think that either or should win, but realistically, I would say it's going to be between either The Irishman, Joker, or Nineteen Seventeen. I wouldn't say Joker. Joker definitely for Best Actor, but yeah. Mm. Yeah, you, you may never know. You 1917 is just yeah. the way it was shot, and the fact that it was was so realistic, it was mm, World War One. Yeah, mm-hmm. World War One, and the fact that you felt like a video game player, uh-huh. you, you know, first person shooter. Yeah, but uh, okay. One last thing about mm-hmm. best pictures and stuff. This year was great. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. I don't care who wins. Yeah, I might have an inch over two the or the other, mm-hmm. but this year was just the only issue great. I have is Little Women. Why? Because well, it's it, been done like many times, even in the 30s, I think. So is Hamlet. Yeah. And so is Yeah, well, mm-hmm. the best Hamlet I saw was the one... With Mel Gibson? With, no, Kenneth Branagh. Okay. It was word for word. True. That, they but literally made an epic out of it, and that's all Shakespeare. The best one I ever saw was the actual play. It was three days long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, on video. Yeah. They, they didn't want to add it as a motion picture. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, I had to sit through the entire play in that movie, literally. It's just 29 hours. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, okay, so moving right along, we're here at um, Best Actor. Okay. Antonio Banderas for uh, Pain and Glory. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh-huh. Adam Driver for Marriage Story. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. And Jonathan Pierce for The Two Popes. I, I saw The Two Popes. I, I, didn't, I did like Jonathan Pierce. Just because I love his car commercials. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is it a Chrysler? Mer- Mercedes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one's... I, okay, it's only been two in my head. Mm-hmm. Phoenix? Never. Yeah, let's say River Phoenix. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix mm-hmm. and Adam Driver. See, you know what? I saw Marriage Story. I didn't really like it. No, but just acting-wise. Acting-wise? Okay. I feel Act- for him. Yeah. yeah. Acting-wise, yeah. No, to be honest, I would say... It, might it was a boring be. movie, though. Yeah. Had, this whole point of that movie, like, marriages could be mund- mundane, and that's the whole point of it. Yeah. Like, the divorce stuff, yeah. Yeah. I would say either between Joaquin Phoenix and Leonardo DiCaprio. Leo should have won many other times. Yeah. But not this time. <laughs> <laughs> but if he wins it, it'd be, oh, it's okay, too. Now Cammy's just like, I'm, oh, give it to Leo this year because we feel bad for not giving yeah. it. Yeah. Screwing him stuff. over all yeah, these other years. Yeah, but then you got Joaquin Phoenix with, the jo- with Joker, not the Joker. Joker. Man. Yeah, the one person I would be very surprised to win, to win this, Antonio Banderas. I wouldn't be surprised. No, I would be surprised because I think this is the second time he got nominated. The first, first time, the first time he got nominated was Best Supporting Actor in an uh, Interview with a Vampire. I thought it was Philadelphia for some reason. Oh. Philadelphia? No. He should have got nominated. Yeah, he should have. Oh, wait. They, got, they gave it to Tom Hanks or Denzel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was Tom Hanks and Denzel. Denzel yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, for Best Leaning Actress, we have uh, Catherine Evor for Harriet, mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, uh, Soris Rona for Little Women, mm-hmm. Charis Theron for Bombshell, Renee Zellweger for Judy. I have no idea. Okay. I, I saw most of these movies, but I have 
feel I wasn't really enthralled with on the acting. To be honest, probably Harriet. Yeah, because I, it was timepiece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Charlize Theron also did a pretty good job in Bombshell. Um, well, there's already flack against it that'll that'll potentially cost her. I, you know, it's funny. It's not out in Mexico yet. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, but to be honest, um, I cannot see Scarlett Johansson winning this one. Mm-hmm. But she. Uh, but I'll um, I'll explain why in in the next. Uh, I can tell you why she can't right now. Okay. Why? Because it felt like Lost in Translation. Yeah. 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 It was her same acting. It felt like it. Yeah. Which she should have won. Yeah. What, yeah. <laughs> That's was the there, ironic was part. It, was there a Bill Murray in there or was it Adam Driver? Adam Bill Driver. Murray? Yeah. Was no, uh, he was the Bill Murray to her. Yeah. Yeah. Both did a good job. Yeah. Okay. Now, here to me, this part, these next two are, are basically like the group of death because I would never assume, never, I would never knew that they like, these actors would be going against one another. Is this this two popes? Uh, no. Um, for best supporting role. Mm-hmm. Male? For male. First for male. Um, on the record, uh, I'm against that. Okay. Gender neutral. Yeah. No, for, bo- for, no, for both of these. I'll explain I know, why. I know. Okay. For best supporting actor, uh, for male best supporting actor, you got Tom Hanks going against Anthony Hopkins, mm-hmm. going against Al Pacino, okay. Joe Pesci, and Brad Pitt. Wow, I only have two in my head already. Nope. Al Pacino and Joe Pesci. Yeah. They should throw in Ray Romano in there somehow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the Irishman, supporting actors. Is that is the name of that game? It is. Yeah. I know Robin Nero is a main actor, but everybody else was like. Yeah. He made him shine. Yeah. 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 It's. Okay. And then you got Tom Hanks being Mr. Rogers. And he did a phenomenal job in that movie. I thought Matt Damon should have played him. <laughs> <laughs> but he was busy being Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> yeah, but okay, but Tom Hanks playing Mr. Rogers, like Mr. Roger playing Tom Hanks. Yeah. It's pretty much like, you hardly, you hardly ever see him cuss. No. He's like, yeah. welcome to my neighborhood. He could just be Tom Hanks, and we probably wouldn't know the difference. Mm-hmm. Just his, uh, his sweater. Yeah, and then Anthony Hopkins in The Two Popes did a really good job on that one. Did he? Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought he did a good job. For, for supporting, yeah. It reminds me of Hearts in Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's fine. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then Brad Pitt and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, he, I think he deserved that nomination for it. Yeah. Hell no, man. It's between those three: Hanks, yeah. Pacino, and Pesci. Yeah. But the lead, um, but the ones who are kind of like a bit above Hanks would be between Pacino and Pesci. It's gonna yeah. be hard. Yeah. Okay. Now for best supporting role for actress. Yeah. This, okay, you got <laughs> Kathy Bates. Okay. Misery? Lorna Dern, mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit, mm-hmm. uh, Florence Perk for Little Women, uh-huh. and uh, Margot Robbie for Bombshell. See, this where this is where I think that Scarlett Johansson should win, because she did a really great job in Jojo Rabbit. She was more believable in this role than she was in Marriage Story. Okay, that makes sense. Then. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why I, I I can't see her winning Best Actress. I can actually see her winning Best Supporting Actress. Long shot, she could win both. True. Yeah. Be triple crown. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing for Hanks. Hanks could if Hanks win best supporting yeah. triple crown as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. But okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. Bates, what's she doing again? She did uh yeah, yeah. No. no, Randy uh no, Richard Jewell. Oh, the case of Richard Jewell. Yeah. Okay. Mm. 
Oh, she played the mother. Yes. Oh, wow. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> was, nobody talked about that movie as much. Clint Eastwood. Okay, then he should be best director. Well, the thing was, there was backlash about the movie because the... Uh, oh, I know, I know. yeah, because of the reporter. Yeah. Said, and everyone's saying, she didn't do this crap, and we got proof. We like, we don't care. You, you, you made his name through the mud in the first place. Oops. <laughs> Not how you feel. Okay. Yeah. That's how you like me now. Like this. Mm -hmm. I'm actually, I'm pro Jew in this one. Hmm. It's like you, you can destroy somebody's life easily. Right. Okay. And then the last one we're going to talk about is best animated film. Um, I think Frozen's going to win. I don't care. Okay. No, actually, it, <laughs> what, you'd, be surprised, you'd be surprised who got nominated. Who? Okay. How to Train Your Dragon, The mm -hmm. Hidden World, I Lost My Body, mm -hmm. Claws, mm -hmm. both of those are Netflix. Yeah, I know. The Missing Link, which won the Golden Globe. Okay. And Toy Story 4. What, Frozen's not in there? No. Ah, animation. Yes. I'm, I'm talking about animation quality. No, no, best animated film. Oh, in general? Whole, yes. Yeah, Frozen sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about, okay, I'm, when I think animation, I think the, the work they put into how to animate it. Right. Rather than just the acting, the singing, and the script, mm -hmm. storyline, yeah. the script. But, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot, I have no, I have no picks. All of them are good to me. Well, you said uh, earlier that traditionally, like whoever gets the Golden Globe has kind of like a one-up edge. No, you, it, it goes nine out of ten times. Um, whoever wins the Golden Globe wins an Oscar. So that's the missing link who shocked Disney. Well, and no, the missing was, link shocked. Was laughing at Disney for a while. No, no, the the reason why the missing link shocked everybody at the Golden Globes was because. It's the same studio that did uh, Caroline and... Um, Coraline? Co yeah, Coraline. Mm -hmm. And also um, uh, that other one. can't remember. It don't matter. Yeah. But, the, um, yeah. And this is like their third film. Okay. That's fine. Hmm. Yeah. I have no pick in this one. I have no, I have no horse in this race. Yeah. Um, I've, seen, I've seen all of them. Uh, personally, me... Mm -hmm. Uh, realistically, maybe Missing Link could win this one. Um, like I said, Golden Globes um, usually is the, the, the defining factor. But um, second pick. But, per, but personally, uh, I lost my body. It's um, very artistic, very weird, very different. Um, what surprisingly too was that there was a lot of films that were not that that were through their hat in the race. Mm -hmm. And a lot of animated films got snubbed this year. A lot of good ones. So um, this past two years was animated kingdom. It was like, yeah, but it makes sense though. You, you, yeah, you only have to pick up to five. I mean, right, I was one hundred. <laughs> no, this year it was about fifty-four. I mean, I'm just saying. Just yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm not even including the Koreans and the others, foreign French, animated stuff. Yeah, those have gotten the um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Or indies in general. Mm hmm Yeah. No, actually, um, Missing Link and um, I Lost uh, My Body are considered to be indie films. Indie animated films. Oh, you just have multiple entries prior? Yes. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So. I don't know. Would that count as indie if you've been there before? <laughs> well, okay, for the Missing Link, the studio that made Missing Link, mm -hmm. um, like I said, this is just their third film. I know. It's, you've been there before, so it's... Yeah, it's like, okay, unless it's like an actor doing indie film, yeah. I understand. Mm -hmm. But this is a production doing another film, right? So, so, 
right. Yeah. So, you know, um, just to let you guys know, we will give our thoughts on the winners when next month, like in two weeks, they're going to have the no, Oscars. two weeks. Next week. Next week? Next week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, today uh, is what the... Uh, what's no, the day? No, because Friday is the last day of January. Mm. Saturday is the first, and Sunday is the second. He's being technical. Oh, uh, no. February 9th. So it'd be the two weeks. Yeah, yeah two, two weeks. weeks. Told you. Well, oh, yeah, because they they'll, they'll totally get ripped by the Super Bowl, which is on the second. Yeah. Like, what, 12 days, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. And um, last thing we're going to be talking about today is the yeah. Eisner Awards. I love beer. <laughs> I love Pilsner, man. Let's talk about it. All right. Sam Adams, what flavor? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> no, it's because I'm more, kind of more of a heaven rising guy. But. What? What? Okay, Blue Moon Law is gonna take the cake. Yeah, the Belgium ale, white ale, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, unless you want to go, you know, the Jaeger bomb by default, McGinnis. Not really. I go by Socorro, Stella Artois. No, but you know, McGinnis is way better with cream. Yeah, cream liquor. Oh my God, Guinness. No, I agree with you on that. Sapporo is more of a clean beer. It gets you drunk a little faster because of I don't know something with the electrolyte water. I guess. I, I like to drink Sapporo whenever I'm eating. Like it's clean. It's yeah, clean. it kind of cleans the palate out. Yeah, it's yeah, good for fish. It's good. It is. It's yeah. really good. Okay, so um, a couple of days ago, uh, the San Diego Comic Con International just already released um, 14 nominees for this year's Eisner for their uh, for the Will Eisner Hall of Fame award. Mm-hmm. All right. They've already have two judges' choices. Um, very good choices. Um, the nominees for uh, the two inductees uh, for this year's judges' choices are Neil Brinkley, the creator of the of the Brinkley Girl, mm-hmm. and African American cartoonist and uh, illustrator E. Simmons Campbell's the the guy who basically um, did Esquire. He was Esquire. Okay. When you first started. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are two wonderful choices, um, especially Campbell because he did a lot. He he did Esquire, he did Life, mm-hmm. he did Judged, he worked on Playboy. Okay. He um he even did um a book called uh, Nightclub in in the thirties Harlem. Okay. And that was at, that that book right there was basically shown on Kent Burns's Jazz oh. when he did um, the art styles and stuff like that and how the way like the way he told the book was like okay. This is where Cap Calloway plays, or this is where yeah, okay. Ma Davis, like everything. Like, that genre how, that influenced the Devil in Blue Dress style? Yes, okay. everything. Mm. Easy Rollins? Yeah, series. the art style and everything. Mm-hmm. He basically okay. influenced the art style and all that. Um, and because of that, especially too with Esquire, uh, they never went back. And, and um, when uh, Campbell did all the art and stuff like that, and how the way it was really finesse and beautiful. and, and um, Neil Binkley, um, she was considered to be the queen of comics. She did 40 years worth of uh, illustrations artworks uh cover arts and stuff like that for magazines and is stuff this like um the lady who did uh, i'm guessing uh new yorker um magazines she also did work on the new yorker early yeah, new yorkers she did like art decos something like that with feminist art deco yeah she did some feminist art deco she she did some like okay. here's a good example of her work uh, okay yeah 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 that's her so. yes yeah, this one i'm thinking of oh. yeah yeah i know history i don't know comics and then this is here again campbell's work yeah, yeah, I see it. Yeah. Early suit suits. Uh-huh. Influence. Okay. Yeah. So, and then now we're going to go through, uh, we're going to talk about... Um, Wait, um, can you go... Uh, yeah. What's the history of the Eisner, anyway? How, how long has it been? Right? Cause oh, I'm, okay. I'm pretty new to this. Okay. Well, the Eisners has been around, I think, since the late 70s, early 80s. Okay, okay. Okay, hold on. 
I'm not really into, you know. Right. <coughs> is it, uh, cartoon comics and characters? Uh, it's mostly... Illustra- illustration artists? And yeah, it's mostly illustration artists. artists. And, and the production uh, behind it, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um... I know... And this is fine. I mean, we just continue on. I'm just, I'm just yeah, curious. Yeah, well, it's been considered to be the, like the Oscars for the, for the comic industry. Yeah, the, okay. yeah. The Eisners is basically That's like a the comic. Way of it. Yeah. Yeah, the Eisners are just basically the the. Um... Yeah, because I've witnessed, um, oof, and um, I need to get it out of my Facebook page. Hmm. Uh, I witnessed when Miyazaki, his one only appearance in America, mm-hmm. and he picked San Diego Comic Con that year. And um, during his thing, I forgot the movie. I think it was for Ponyo, I think. No, it was for Spirited Away, and then he got his... Uh... Oh, no, not this one. Not the one I went to, no. Then I guess it was then for Ponyo then. Um, but the point was, um, they out of the blue... Castle of the Sky, maybe. <laughs> That's older. <laughs> I know. This was in the 2000s. Well, anyway, he uh, just... Uh, someone came over, and they presented the ink pot with him. Yeah. You know, and uh, I didn't have a camera with me, because I wanted to ask, a, ask him a question... But a friend of our friend of ours uh, did. Um, I asked him to take a picture, and lucky him, he got the picture of him holding up the ink pot like like that. Like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you know what sucks. I probably mm. sat next to him without realizing it. And like every time I stand next to somebody famous, I don't realize it. Mm-hmm. McFarlane. Well, that happened. Billy D. Williams. Billy. Oh, no, Billy! I would have known Billy D. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I felt cooler for some odd reason. <laughs> no, no, no. It's because uh, you know, throughout the years, you know, I passed by Billy Williams, yeah. uh, the uh, Mark Singer, the Beastmaster. He was talking with. Uh, no, I mean, like stuff Michael like Madsen. It's that just that there. I don't recognize certain people because right. you know I remember them as a kid, and mm-hmm. then when they age, they look different. Yeah. Like Carmichael from Doom. Oh my God, I was <laughs> next. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, and they were talking it's about Roddy Parker yeah. at one point that yeah. year. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I have that picture, but I wasn't. But so I was there, so I was like, like, wow, you know. And then there's the ink pot. Yeah, and... like this past week in Santana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So here are the twelve. Um, no, here are the fourteen. I don't count Jim Lee. I always bump into him. Yeah. Um, Nine more. Here are the fourteen uh, nominees mm-hmm. for to be um, to to enter into. Um, Will Eisner Hall of Fame. Out of the fourteen, four have to be picked. Okay. You know, and the only people who are allowed to vote are people who are in the industry. Okay. So, um, and here are the names. We have Allison uh, Birchdale. She was a famous. Allison Birchdale. <clears throat> Birchdale. Birch. Yeah, Birchdale. Um, she Dykes. Did a, hmm? Dykes, right? I'm, I'm just guessing. Uh, Dykes to watch out okay, for. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay, and then we have uh, Howard Cruz. Uh, he did a lot of um, uh, comics for uh, the gay and lesbian community. He was uh, he was an openly gay and lesbian cartoonist. Mm-hmm. So he uh, did a lot. Um, he started his career um, in the underground scene with uh, Barefoots <coughs> in 1972. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and then we have uh, Moto Higo. Hmm? Let me see. Moto Hagio. Uh, Moto Hagio, thank you for correcting me. Uh, she's basically like the godmother of all um, shoujo, anim- shoujo manga. Shoujo manga? Yeah. Girl comics. Uh, that's, yeah. yeah, I'm not into those. Like yeah. the, the Sailor Moon stuff? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. want to use that. But. Yeah. And then we have Don Heck, who did a lot of work on um, Marvel. Um, Co-creator of 
Iron Man? No, not in him. No, 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 I think no, no. Somebody else in. He did, no. He did a lot of cover arts and stuff like that. Um, cover art. Uh, he co-created. He co-created Iron Man's. Oh, features. it was him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he was the artist that co-created several characters in the Iron Man, um, including uh, the Mandarin, Hawkeye, yeah. and Black Widow. Um, Paige watched the extras in the DVD Blu-rays. Yeah. <laughs> so, some of his work. Okay. So he did a lot of work for Marvel. Um, up next, we have uh, Jeffrey Catherine Jones. Jeffrey Catherine Jones. Yeah. I don't even know this guy. Here. No, to her. Oh, uh, Jeff- Jeffrey Catherine Jones? It's a yep. guy, isn't it? No. Nope. They named like Jeffrey. Yeah, I think Jeffrey Catherine. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jones did a lot of artwork. Um, a lot of, like a lot of fantasy artwork and stuff like that, but beautiful artwork, wow. nevertheless. Um, she did, uh, they did work on, uh, Golden Key, Creepy, Eerie, and Vampirella. Vampirella? Yes. Seriously, okay. Um, next we have, uh, Francisco Mulli. Uh, I remember Francisco Mulli because, um, she was the founder of, uh, Raw Books and Graphics. And I grew up walking, reading up, remember we grew up reading Raw Books and Graphics? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of underground. No, I don't read it. No, it was, it was, it, it was basically, like... The alternative to Vertigo, because it was okay. like really underground. Oh, you had to be a nobody to know this. Yes. Okay, so it's like Vertical, Malibu Comics, and then this. Yes. Oh, wait, no, no, the reader. <laughs> then this. Yes, pretty okay. much. Okay. Yeah. So like, like if you if you were sick and tired of the mainstream at the time, just... Um, Even the free stuff. Yeah. Right. So Anybody the, who's a nobody knows these sort of things. Yeah. Well, you have, that's what you had. At the time, you had mm-hmm. to do that. You had to be... Had to be a nobody. Yeah, yeah, but raw, ma- yeah, raw magazine, yeah, gr- uh, was really great. It was really awesome. There was a lot of uh, independent stories and artists and writers and stuff like that came out. So like, there was like, it was like the alternative to the alternative. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty awesome. Then you got uh, Kenji Nakazawa. Well, I know uh, that guy. Yeah, the creator of uh, Barefoot Gym. Yep. In Showin Kings. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So uh, his life work, uh, Barefoot Gym, because he grew up around the whole thing with uh, Hiroshima. Yeah, he was he was there during the well, I think he was the aftermath. Everything, he yeah. He was. So. I just remember him because I, I I love you collecting Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, then we have uh, Thomas Nast and A S T. What? Thomas who? Nast. Yeah, Thomas Nast. He's considered to be the father wait, wait, wait. of the American. D Thomas Nast. D Thomas Nast. Yes. Should he been number one? He hasn't. Yeah, he has not been. From the seventies, I mean, shouldn't he been number from, from eighteen sixty? Yeah. Well, number two at least, number one. Yeah, he's not been. Yeah, this is his first time he's nominated. He's never been. Num- he, he, that should be number one. Yeah. He's like in the history books. Yeah, he's the father of American comics, cartoons. He also risked his life. He's anti. He was an anti-slavery guy. Yep. Political cartoonist. Badass. Eighteen yep. hundreds. Yeah, like right here in the eighteen seventies, he used his cartoons uh, to crusade against uh, New York politician, uh, the New York City's political boss, William Gurner Turner, mm-hmm. and wait, wait, let me see his name. Tom McNass. No, that's Boss Tweed. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about the, he spent fair, uh, fair, uh, uh, like Egyptian type of money yeah, just okay. to build a courthouse that never came, mm-hmm. and then his. Yeah, and then his ass got busted bad. Yeah. Yes, Thomas Nass, right? He's yeah. He's like a number one. He was yeah. Uh, also <laughs> another thing too. No, almost, like no, really good. No, and funny. Uh, uh, another thing too. He's also responsible for the Republican Party and the Democratic Party for using the elephant and the donkey. That's and he was, the... and he also created the modern image of Santa Claus. 
Shouldn't he be number one? Yeah. From the 1970s? 18. 1870s. No, no. When the Eisner thing. Was oh great. yeah, yeah, yeah. Should, should have been the first one. Should have been the first one. Well, second maybe. The yeah. other one's a British guy. <laughs> but Thomas Nass is like almost like a. We wouldn't uh, have what we have if it wasn't for him. I just I hate to say this. No, he just lost Kobe. It's like inducting Kobe before Michael. It was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. In that case, he trumps all of them. It shouldn't even matter. Yeah. Okay. Thomas, yeah, Thomas Nass. Yeah. Okay, next we have uh, Lily Renee William Peterson Phillips. Uh, she was a famous uh, uh, she was a famous comic book artist who did a lot of uh, who worked spent most of her career um, at a publisher Fiction House from nineteen forty three to forty eight. Okay. She also drew a lot of stuff like Werewolf Hunters, Jane Martin, Senorita Rio, and The Lost World. Yeah. And so, what's next? Sakai's next week we got Stan Sakai. No. <laughs> yeah, so anybody who knows Stan Sakai, we, we know who Stan Sakai is. If you guys don't know who Stan Sakai Usagi is, Ojimbo. pretty much, that's it. I think the other Sakai is way better. Hiroyuki Sakai? From The Simpsons. Oh, Richard no. Sakai. Ah, okay. Uh, I'm more, Iron yeah. Chef. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, Richard, he should be nominated too. Yeah. But, well, okay, uh, Stan has been a recipient for numerous awards, including the National Cartoonist Society Comic Books Division Award, six Eisner Awards, five Spanish Herzogs, an Ink Plot, an American Liberian Association Award, a Cultural Ambassador Award from the ja- for Japanese American National Museum, and a couple of Harvey Awards. The Harvey Awards, mm-hmm. uh, including Best Cartoonist, the Harvey Awards is the equivalent to the Golden Globes. But he started working his cartoon when he was in Hawaii, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, he created Yusaki Ojimbo in 1984. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. I just... And, and then we have Lewis... Team MT. Yeah, we have uh, yeah. Lewis Sim- Simmons. Uh, Lewis Simmons. She married... Uh, Louise Simmons, right? Yeah, Simmons. Louise. Simmons. Louise. 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 Sorry, Louise Simmons. Yes. Um, you want me to do the reading? No. Nah. She, um, this, is, this is his fort. Yes. And forte, if some people want to call it that. Or not right. addiction. Uh, she's uh, she's been working in uh, the comics industry since 1974. Mm-hmm. She did uh, editing Creepy, Eerie, and Vampirella. She joined Marvel in the 80s. Did a lot of work for Uncanny X Men, the X Men spinoff, the New Mutants. Um, she's Quick done... question: uh, Is the founder of Vampirella or the the, the, the creepy? Uh, oh, the creator? Yeah, the creator, the, creator? the founder. Yeah, founder. Is, he, yeah. is he in it already? Uh, let me see. Um, not that I know. <laughs> no, James Warren. No, James Warren is actually nominated. Because I saw, the, I saw the theme kind of. Yeah. The... Okay, yeah. well, James Warren was the founder of uh, Warren Publishing. Publishing magazine, he published famous monsters of film, uh, Filmland, Creepy, yeah. Eerie, Vampirella, yeah. Blazing Combat, and The Revival of the Spirit. Should he go in before those other two? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, I, I know I'm doing being negative on it, but... There's so many, like... First of all, Nass. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like... Which... What, the Christian Hall of Fame. Jesus came in like four years later. He's not number one. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thomas Nass is like, what the? Crazy. Yeah. Ah, people. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the critics and the judges you got to critique because. Oh, yeah, I'm critiquing them. I'm not critiquing the. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm critiquing the. What's it? Tom... Number one. <laughs> that's like, you wait, what, th- 40 years after? <laughs> To nominate number one, the number one guy? Well, number two. Mm. <laughs> the other guy I don't, I don't like because he's British. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm American. He's number one. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Next, we have uh, Don and Maggie Thompson. They are cre- they are specifically um, famous for for uh, the Buyer's Guide for comic fandom, which later became right. the Comic Buyer's Guide. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was hoping Fangora. <laughs> Fangoria, I mean. Fangoria. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Fangoria, know. yeah. Like no, that. but yeah, but uh, Don and Maggie Thompson, they really played a huge role in the comic book industry with, mm-hmm. with the Comics Buyer's Guide. The, because, the Wizard Guys? And yeah, all, all that. That was them. I hate their pricing. Nobody ever paid for those pricing. All we did was just go to the comic store, read exactly what's going on, and then put it back. And then, well, look like we're buying it, but you know, look for some other comic. No, no, the wizard, you know, pricing guide. Yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, right, right. It's it's really like what forty percent depreciation as soon as you touch it. So that guide's gone. Yeah. Gone. Yeah, but back then we didn't give a crap. Just read, you know, the classic. Are you gonna buy it or what? The answer is what. Yeah. <laughs> Keep on All reading. Right. And last but not least, um, the last nominee is uh, Bill Watterson. Calvin creator, and Hobbes. Good creator of Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, the Tiger and the Kid for me. Yes. In other parts of the world, it was uh, Calvin and Hobbes was called uh, the Tiger and his Kid. The Kid and his Tiger. Yeah. yeah. So, which is funny because Calvin and Hobbes celebrates its 35th anniversary this year of once it, uh, once it was in production. Once it, once it hit the comic strip scene. And then it's also its twenty fifth anniversary of the last it mm-hmm. uh, the last comic right. final strip, so um, yeah. So out of the fourteen, Thomas Nash, oh, man, this it. <laughs> yeah. So like I said, out of the fourteen, only four of them can go in. First of all, including, th- including the two that the judges picked, that's a total I, I of six. Can't. You, you, you got to put Thomas Nat in by himself. Come on, he's, he's, he took down Boss Tweet and he was corrupt as hell, he, dude. It's, it's just it's just be him by himself and nobody else because he's that important. It's like writing the, okay, the Exodus about the Moses. I'm sorry, you cannot. How the hell you not have Thomas Nash already? <laughs> you didn't see Gangs in New York, but just, you know, where they see that big fat bald, um, bearded guy? Yeah. That's Boss Tweed. You saw what he did. Oh, this is just, you serious? Yeah. Thomas Nash took him down. Oh my God. How corrupt the judges back in the Eisner? <laughs> I don't know. Like... <laughs> Were they like pro Southern anti pro slavery guys or pro and pro anti abolition? You know, were they like the heroes of the North Star rivalry or something like that? You know, from from Frederick Douglass? What? But I, you can't figure. I see. I'm going back to history. I mean, right, my right. history. But this mm-hmm. is like the guy for cartoon for American cartoon. He is the guy. He while him would be the Simpsons, wouldn't be South Park, it wouldn't be any of that. It wouldn't even be Garfield or or, or, yeah. or the clever. Um, political or, yeah. or whatever Satires comics, that, you know, yeah. like you know, in Playboy, New York, yeah. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He is he epitomizes cartoon um, and freedom of speech, and the fact that he went against tyranny too. So that's and he was a humanitarian man. Yeah. Really? Ah, okay, well, hold on. The best, the best spot. The best. The Eisner's, okay, the Eisner started in '88. Okay, okay. still. <laughs> yeah, and um, you're the dragon. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it, but still, Thomas Nash had been number one. Period. Yeah. Unless you want to include that British guy <laughs> from the 1700s, yeah. What was his name? Uh, Gilray. I think Steve Gilray. Oh, no, James Gilray, I think. You gotta look him up. Who did, who did he take down or, or went against at the time? No, it was him. It was just him. Really, it was just him. Well, he was just, what, making fun of the Queen or something? Oh, no, no. He was doing, uh, like, like famines and stuff. He was doing, like, he, he was more of a satirical, like Jonathan Swift. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh, wait, 
if you try Google, okay. I can give you some famous names okay. that are already inside yeah. the Hall of Fame that you'd be surprised that are Google in most famous cartoon artist or cartoonist in 1800s. I bet it's gonna be Thomas Nash. Oh no, it will be. You can have the or fam most famous in history, Thomas Nash, American mm -hmm. history. It's gonna be him. It's I can't think of any cartoon mm -hmm. that you know. Yeah, why is he number one? Okay, who's number one? Who's the first one? I want to take, you know. Okay, okay. 1987. The first people that were inducted were um, Jack Kirby, Carl Barks, and Will Eisner. Second, okay. Okay, Eisner's okay, but. Okay, yeah. Okay, then we have, over the years, I'm just going to name off people who are already in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Steve Dicko, Stan Lee, 94. Okay. Okay, um, Schuster and Siegel, okay. creators of Superman, mm -hmm. and uh, Wally Wood, that was 92. Um, oh, Harvey one. Kurtzman. Mm -hmm. Bob Kane, at least. Uh, uh, Bob Kane and Bill Finger. Yeah. Yeah, hold on. Harvey Kurtzman, uh, 89. That's the Harvey Award is named after. Mm -hmm. um, let me see. What else do we got? Bob Kane, 96. Bill Finger. Yeah. Do they have Bill Finger? Uh, hold on. Uh, Pretty much all the namers we, we yeah. recognize. Charles Schultz, yeah. Julius Sports, Consul, 97. Mm -hmm. Neil Adams, uh, 98. Jim Davis. Yeah. Hold on. Although technically, Bill Finger was in '99. After the correction, <laughs> yeah. I bet Dr. Seuss is not there too. <laughs> yeah, well, it wouldn't be fair because you know UCSD. Uh, no, yeah. not just a book. They have the the library named after him with all his original stuff. Mm -hmm. And the house. I don't know. I've seen. I've been there a lot. I've seen yeah. it. Yeah, John Romero Senior. Okay. Um, Ozuma Takazi, two thousand and two. Um, Jack Davis, oh three. Okay, um, yeah, all these people have a lot of accolades, obviously. But, mm -hmm. uh, Thomas Nast. <laughs> well, as, well, as far as uh, the U.S., yeah, Thomas Nast. The world, actually, before that, remember, um, freedom of speech was, like, not really known. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Especially if you talk about the kids, the king, the queen, or your own people. Yeah, that's usually death. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're lucky, imprisonment. If you're lucky. Well, I, I got your mind thinking on Thomas Nast now. <laughs> like... It's like, uh, it's like. And it wasn't yeah. until the French. Uh, it wasn't really employed until what the French Revolution. Okay, if the Roots Hall of Fame came out, LeVar Burton has just been inducted right now. I'd be pissed. <laughs> okay. that's, that's just to it. let you guys. Okay, just to let you guys know. And, and, um, no, <laughs> really? let you guys yeah. know, and um, and the listeners here. Here was last year's inductees for the Hall of Fame. Okay, uh, Thomas Judd, uh, <laughs> judges' choices were Jim Emperor. June Tepe Mills, David Stevens, mm -hmm. and uh, Maury Turner. Those were that. The, those were the judges' choices. Here's the voters' choices: Jose Luis Garcia Lopez, Jeanette Kahn, Paul Lovitz, Wendy and Wendy and Richard Pini, mm -hmm. and Bill uh, Bill Sanawaski. Thomas Nash. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. The, if if he's inducted this one, I'm not, I'm not gonna count the previous one, which is unfair. But he's he has to be mm -hmm. first class at least. I don't know. <laughs> it it takes credibility away from the award, don't you think? Yeah. It's like the Civil Rights Movement Award. Martin Luther King's been nominated this year for the past 50th annual nominations. I'm like what? <laughs> so they didn't give it to him. Yeah, I know. It's mm -hmm. like well, it's one of those things where he's like, really? Yep. Were they high in the 80s? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well. You know. You know. 
Bush was president, so. Yeah. Maybe, if you, if, like, <laughs> you know. Bush, Bush, Bush and Claire. Yeah, so. And, and the thing is, too, like, Frank Miller got in in, in 15. Okay, yeah. And then yeah. Alan Moore got in in 14. But, mm. David Gibson was, what, 18. George Perez was 17. Rikumi Tatsukashi um, was in 18 as well. <laughs> it's kind of weird, huh? Yeah, so. Uh, but, yeah. No, but like you said, it's... no Thomas Nast. Yeah, it's, he, once an American hero, I'm sorry. It's like, he, he trumps the past and present. It's, yeah. It's, he, he was anti-slavery, too. Category alone, he transcends more, multiple categories. Mm-hmm. Media. Yeah. Political, civil rights. Yep. Uh, man. And <laughs> <laughs> you said he almost died, right? They gave him death threats or whatever. Uh, they wanted to hit on him. Yeah. Well, especially Boss Tweet. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Time to roll. We do a Thomas Nash special. Yeah, so okay. we won't know who's going to be in the Hall of Fame, uh, the Eisner Hall of Fame, until the actual Hall of Fame show, which will be during Comic Con on um, this July. So we'll let you know. Uh, I just realized it makes it worse if he doesn't even get in at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just gotta wait and see. Uh, you gotta bring that up. Uh, somebody has to bring it up to the Comic. Con. I don't know. I don't know who's on the board or anything, but. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we won't know until the final results until uh, July of this year. So, um, we will keep you posted on that. Until with further ado, that's it for this week's show. I hope you guys had an enjoying time, and thank you for coming back and listening to us this week. Um, we're going to try and make up some lost time for since we were sick and everything like that, and we will do as much as we can as possible. I don't know if we're going to have a show next week because, you know, Super Bowl, everyone's going to be all Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. That's at 3 o'clock, though. Yeah, so we can still do one. No problem. Okay, okay then. So well, unless you want to sit down and do a commercial special. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. All right. Uh, you can see the commercials on YouTube. Uh, Save okay. my time. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. All right, then. So, I'm um, Captain Katz. And I'm soon to not be called the Knight Rider. Yes. And, of course, is Omega Kai. The pro of Thomas Nassus. <laughs> us Thomas Nassus people are being neglected <laughs> okay alright and thank you for listening to us we'll be back next week I hope you guys have a great time and remember this today's episode is sponsored by water water your body needs it alright until then take care mm-hmm. bye that's how I create piss <laughs> <laughs>